0: Welcome to episode 65 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we play Catherine. We are changing up the schedule of the show and moving down to a once per month show. We have more details about that on our Twitter at Left Behind Club, on our Instagram at Left Behind Game Club, and on our Discord server. You can find that at leftbehindgame.club. This game's about relationships, and near the end of the show, we went off the rails while talking about kinks. Very specific kinks. Sorry, the what question? There, you didn't get that question of the uh, baby play question.
1: Uh, oh, I yes. got that. If your partner was into baby play, what would you do?
0: Uh, yeah, m- excuse
2: me. It was a weird question. Yeah, what is
0: m- m- excuse me. What's a baby play? Like,
1: there are some dark corners play. of the internet we need to. Uh,
3: show Yeah, you. so it's well, it's kind of funny. There's an episode of CSI about it. There is. There's there's an episode of another show about it too.
0: You still haven't answered me the question. Okay, let me explain. Okay. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I am your host, Mr. Michael Ruflo. On today's episode, we're tackling 2011's Atlas-published Catherine from the makers of the Shin Megami Tensei series, Persona 4, Persona 5, and the rest. But before we get into that, let's let's introduce our guests. The first, the man, the myth, the Conan O'Brien silhouette, if you ever saw it, Mr. Jacob McCourt.
0: Cracking open a cold one for good video games,
1: <laughs> and the second. Speaking of anime, our own anime character, Mrs. Shea Whiston.
2: Kawaii Desu. What's up, podcast?
1: <laughs> and coming to us straight across the border through the power of the internet, Mr. Rocco Teneglia, the third author of How to Write a Book and Make Six Hundred Dollars and No Less. Rocco, at least at to least six hundred dollars. I would crack That's a beer it. too,
3: but mine's already halfway gone because I was playing this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. So this game drove you to drink, huh? Oh boy. Yeah. I, I think I'm a full blown alcoholic at this point. Wow. Well, before we get into your full blown alcoholism and uh and a variety of mixed drinks, whether you choose whiskey, sake, cocktails, rum and coke, you know, there are a lot of options at the Sleepy Sheep. Um Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about this the setup for Catherine. What is Catherine?
3: Uh, Catherine is the horniest puzzle game ever made. <laughs> uh, Catherine is a game written That's by true. a thirteen-year-old 4chan user, and uh, that person somehow had connections to make this game get any ounce of respect from any critic.
0: Wow, we're starting wow. seven.
1: Rocco's going. He's you asked. You asked. You asked. Started. Can uh, I can I can I try? Jacob, please give give it take a take a crack at it. What is Catherine?
0: This game is the horniest video game that I've <laughs> ever played um that is part anime adventure game as well as sleepy time puzzle game.
1: Okay, that's an attempt. That's an attempt. Shade, we want to make it 0 for 3. Do you want to do want to attempt explaining what Catherine is?
2: This game is literally just an anime show with some tossed in puzzle and a little bit of sandboxy interactions just to qualify it as a video game but probably could have just stayed as an anime
1: interesting interesting I, I'd, I'd be interested to hear shay's thoughts on walking simulators but that's <laughs> for another episode <laughs> um Catherine is a puzzle platformer um in the guise of or it's a story about relationships uh the the choice to to grow up uh, to commit to choose freedom all in the guise of a puzzle platformer um and it takes a structure of i think it's nine separate nights and a, uh, accompanying days and the setup is that uh your your protagonist vincent brooks uh is maybe the most beta male there is in the world he just life comes at him and he just accepts it and he's been in a long-term relationship with his girlfriend Catherine with a k uh Catherine mcbride i think is her full name and she says hey it's time to settle down and he gets really antsy about this and he slips into an affair and each night with all of the other men who are in affairs uh, they have to escape the thing that chases them up and if they don't complete the puzzle in time if they can't escape uh, that's game over they're dead and they die in real life dun 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 if you die in the game you die for real
0: how do you slip into an affair?
1: <laughs> you die for real. How do you slip into a affair? Well, I think what ends up happening is you drink a lot of rum and coke with your friends at the Sleepy Sheep.
2: Stray and, sheep. Sorry, stray sheep.
1: The Stray Sheep is that the
2: name of the bar? I thought it was straight. I'm pretty. You're sure You're right. Stray it's sheep. probably
1: Stray Sheep. <laughs> um, you drink a lot of a lot of rum and coke, or sake, or whiskey, or cocktails, whatever whatever your choice of alcohol is, and you make sure you get three full bottles full. And then you don't remember what happens in in the night and you wake up with this blonde buxom vixen right next to you, holding onto your arm saying last night was amazing.
2: Wait, you were supposed to actually drink three bottles? Yes. Oh, I was wondering (laughs) about.
1: Okay. You you played this game on hard mode if you did not load play, up in the evening.
2: I played normal and then I switched to easy.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, the reason you want to get 3 full bottles.
3: Wait, 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 wait. If you got drunk it was easier?
1: Yes. <laughs> oh no. Well, no, no, now no, I feel no, better no. about myself. So, so, let me let me just point out, okay, that I knew. I knew 110% that you guys When you were messaging, you're like, I hate this game. I can't do it. I can't. I can't stand this game. I I knew 110% it was because you were not playing it, right?
2: I went and talked to everybody, and Uh I thought I had a drink each time.
1: Did you you listen when the tooltip said, hey, the more you drink, the faster you move?
2: I just thought it was a metaphor (laughs) (laughs) for real life.
1: Rocco, did you you see that tooltip? I, I, I was I thought like
3: since there was like a um bad good meter, I was like, I'm gonna be the goodest boy alive, like I am in real life. Oh. And then I decided to never drink and not talk to anybody and push X a lot and leave the bar as soon as possible every time. And uh yeah. So I didn't ever <laughs> drink anything. And
1: Whoa, uh, you you didn't even talk to anyone there?
3: No. And I I made it to the last night and then I realized that we didn't have enough time so I had to finish watching the cutscenes.
2: <laughs>
3: I was okay, really up against well. it. <laughs> I was I was gonna go fly and I was playing all day. But yeah, I did not know that. I played out I played on normal for like the first four nights.
1: <laughs> how far how far did you make it, Rocco?
3: Oh, I made it past like the um I, I made it past the second to last like boss fight, if you can call it
1: that. Gotcha, and and Shay, how far did you make it?
2: About the same, I would think.
1: Okay, and Jacob played this game almost a decade ago. So
2: yeah, I was
0: I was a young boy, and I I <laughs> saw the subject matter, and a former me just went, "This is a game that I want to play." So I played this game when it first came out, like eight years
1: ago. Same here, yeah. I, it was one of the very few games that I've ever pre-ordered. Um, Seriously, I Hold 100% on. believe. Why did you pre-order this game? Uh, because it came with a poster. Okay, <laughs> what uh, what was on said poster, Michael? <laughs> a picture of Catherine. Which Catherine? Both. It all depended what side of the poster you hung. Ah, okay. see, I
2: pre-ordered Halo Reach. Okay, okay. like come on. <laughs> well,
1: here's the thing. I got caught up in the Neogaf hype for this game, and I thought, okay, this game actually looks cool. I'll t- I'll try it out, and it totally changed my life. Like it changed the way that I viewed relationships. Um and and we can get into oh, you no. know, all of that. But yeah. <laughs> this this game are you lured single, me Michael? in with the boobs and then kept me with the interesting uh narrative about uh relationships. So <laughs> aye yeah. aye. are you single or in a relationship? Uh, it's complicated right now, Jacob.
0: <laughs> Alright, that sounds like a no. Let's keep moving. <laughs>
1: Um, so I think we've gone over our past experiences with the game. We've gone over a little bit about our current experiences with the game. Shay, do you want to give us a breakdown of what these puzzles look like? Because we've said that this is a puzzle platformer. What do these puzzles look like? What, what do you have to do to get through them?
2: It's pretty much...
1: Is it Tetris? It's I more guess, like q
2: Yeah, I was thinking q A bit of...
3: Pushmo? Has anybody played Pushmo? No. I have...
1: Oh, okay, it's all like push mode. I, mean. I have not. So break I mean. it down. What, what, what do you do in those games?
2: Cubert's like this. I don't even remember. Let's like not talk b-
1: about Cubert. Let's talk about Catherine.
2: Oh well, I was just going <laughs> to give context. Oh okay. Anyways, um, in Catherine, you have to climb this mountain of blocks, and it's literally just all blocks, and you have to push, pull, step on to break to get your way to the top, and they're complicated in a way. If you don't push them correctly you're at a point where you can't go any further so thank god there's a back button because uh-huh. i used that i probably overused it because i thought i'd be going the right way and then i had to backtrack but essentially it's that and then you have to keep moving up at a steady pace or else the blocks below are falling or if you're on a boss level quote unquote then the boss is going to eat you kill you stab you all the above um so that's pretty much what it looks like that's right. a good enough visual
1: it's almost like making it through these puzzles is like making it through life where you have no choice but to continue to move on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, it it doesn't sound like you, you 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 uh you like the puzzles very much.
3: I love puzzle games. You guys, I was <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to play this game. This is this is like up this is like up there with like the last Jedi in terms of like disappointment for me. <laughs> I was like elated when I found out I was going to be doing this episode. I was like, oh, it's only $16 on Amazon. I got like the rush shipping. I was so excited. I got home from work. I started playing it. Oh, man. It took less than an hour for me to be sunken into my couch like drinking my third
1: beer. (laughs) (laughs) So as as much as I recommend getting three bottles deep each time you go into a puzzle sequence, I might not recommend that. When you're three (laughs) bottles deep on your coffee table.
3: (laughs) I mean, hey, it's one way to play.
0: So hold on. The game is split between these puzzle sequences. And then, Shay, I think you mentioned that it's like an anime television show. It's been a long time for me. What's the anime part?
2: So they have a lot of cut scenes where it's like the gameplay animation where they're talking through it. But then there's the odd time where there's a lot of animation where they're actually cut to a full on like animated anime scene. So, I would say probably seventy five percent of this game is just cutscenes. So that's why I felt like I was just watching. I forgot I was playing a game half the time. but we will sit there and I'll watch it. I actually fell asleep. I fell asleep at one point trying to finish this game, and then I woke up to like the actual gameplay because I fell asleep during the cutscene. But when I say sandbox earlier, I completely like retract from that. I mean like a very 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 tiny sandbox when you walk around in the bar. bar. You walk around the bar (laughs) (laughs) to like. You know, learn more about what's going on, to drink more beer, apparently, which I didn't know about. Um, and that kind of feeds in and out of the cutscenes. This game has a unique formula of cutscene, walk around, go into the puzzle. And it kind of does that every single night. So it was kind of nice. You kind of knew what to expect, but I found it was a little too predictable until the actual plot unfolded. And I was like, oh, well. Didn't kind of see that coming,
0: but there's an element of choice that you have to exercise within Catherine, yes. right?
2: Yes. Um, during some of the interactions with the people at the
1: the patrons at the, the patrons. That's
2: sheep. the word I was trying to think of. The patrons at the bar, you would give your response to their questions, and depending how you answer, your little meter will go either to red, which is the devil, or blue, which is your angel. So, some of the times I didn't even think there was. I wouldn't qualify certain answers to be either good or bad. So I thought that was just kind of interesting how they kind of put them into certain, like, silos of how you answered.
3: Oh, but at the end, during that epilogue where that sort of racist caricature woman explains the entire metaphor that is the game... uh, she says like it's not all good and bad it's just two separate ways of living life but then you're like okay why Absolutely. was why was it a mm-hmm. devil and an angel then what i was so
1: you? frustrated at the very end when she just explains everything oh I yeah that so was <laughs> that was brutal because i i'd I felt like oh like i am i'm gaining insights and i'm working this out as the character is working this out and i'm i'm developing an understanding and then at the very end it's like by the way here's all the answers to the test <laughs> you know, and it's like no, like I actually appreciated the the journey of it and I feel cheated and robbed that like all of those things I figured out. You
3: like that you like that kid in class who uh somebody like shares the the test guide with everybody and you're like, "No, I actually studied. I I don't want it."
1: <laughs> no, Rocco, I was a kid in the class that wanted 100%. But now that marks don't matter You know, I actually wanted to, you know, learn and and figure figure stuff out. Um, Red means you're horny like the devil. (laughs) So there were some very perplexing questions that they they offered you. And each answer uh, swung you either in one of two directions, either towards a relationship or towards chaos, order or chaos. And the way that the game... Um, is structured is that you're continuously forced to make a choice. You're forced to um, figure out how you're going to respond to Catherine's texts, both the the succubus Catherine and your longtime girlfriend Catherine. Um, you're forced in each confessional booth, um, which I thought like perfect, perfect imagery that you're walking up towards the church, and uh, you know there's there's crosses at the at the very end. Um, you're forced in each confessional to answer a simple question like how far would you go to uh, adapt for your partner Um, and the questions in this game are never as straightforward as would you cheat or would you not it's how willing are you to bend and adapt to a relationship to compromise and meet your partner's needs when they aren't your desires Um. And I thought that was really interesting because as much as this game offers some uh, a really flawed morality system (laughs) where it's 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 essentially binary and there's no gray to be to be lived. um, I think the way that they phrase these questions and pose them to you really helps you figure out, you know, what you actually believe and and where you are in terms of relationships.
0: I mean, it's really too bad that none of the females in the game passed the Bechtel test, though, right? So, Jacob, what
1: is the Bechdel test?
0: So, in in literature uh, or in media, uh, the Bechdel test is essentially a test where someone like you, Mike, would watch a movie and see if any of the female characters speak about anything other than the male characters that they're they're chasing, rather, or that the male Mm -hmm. characters are chasing the females. Mm -hmm. Um, In a lot of media, you'll see that even some of the most popular movies don't kind of fly when you measure them against the Bechdel test.
3: Most movies don't. Mm -hmm.
0: So I haven't played this game in eight years, but I am very curious to get Shay's perspective on this, as well as y'all's perspective as well, just about how female characters were portrayed in this game. Because I don't remember it being that kind.
2: (laughs) I didn't like this game because of that it was Oh really is that what it was? I didn't like this game for a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. Um I don't, where am? I? Okay, I really I still don't really understand that concept.
0: Okay, so l- let's take a movie like um like Superbad for example, right? Superbad's mm-hmm. of uh, I just pulled it right out of my head. In Superbad, um Emma Stone's character and the other characters don't talk about anything except the men in the story. So therefore it would not pass the Bechtel test, right? Okay. They also have
3: to be they also have to be named. So you can't just have like a character ordering coffee from a barista. That's two women talking, but if the barista doesn't have a name, like if if they don't like if they're not like a real character in the movie then Barack, it also what if she doesn't.
1: has a name tag. <laughs> oh, you cheeky.
0: <laughs> Whereas like a movie like Perks of Being a Wallflower, like the the character has a backstory and has complexity, mm-hmm. and again mm-hmm. is not just chasing after the men in the story.
2: Okay, I see. Interesting. I've never heard of that. Um, yeah, does not pass that. <laughs> um,
0: it's from an indie comic.
2: It does it's, in the comic. It's
3: from a comic. It's written by I think her name's Allison Bechtel. She wrote a comic. She has the same I name. Believe as the comic is called. Yeah. So there's a in in one issue. It might, it might, I, don't, I can't remember if it's a comic strip or an actual comic book. I just – I wrote a paper about it in college. So I, she, she – uh, there's, like, two characters talking, and one of them says, like, I won't even see a movie unless it does this. And then, um, like, the, a lot of, like, feminist critics were sort of like, um, oh, this is, like, a real thing that we should probably start looking out for because so few movies do it. And then people started writing papers about it, and, like, 85% of blockbusters don't pass. It's, like, really kind of alarming –
1: it must be hard to watch the movie if you don't know that it passes before you start watching it.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's people. I actually just watched a movie the other day that made a joke about it, that they were like the characters were talking about it. And then one of them says something about the Bechtel test. And then the other one's like, like us, for example, we're talking right now. And then she's like, oh, but we don't have names. And she's like, oh, no, we do. My name's this and your names. And then somebody comes in and interrupts them. And then she doesn't get to say her name and then <laughs> doesn't pass. <laughs>
1: That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I think the characters in this game are deeply unsympathetic, but also very relatable. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, Vincent, the the protagonist, is kind of the most frustrating human being I've seen in a long time. Because his issues arise because he is too afraid to tell the girl that he wakes up in bed with that this was all a mistake day one and that he has a girlfriend and that you know to have any modicum of backbone um and instead he is like trapped in a relationship with a girl that three days in she says i will murder you if i find out you've cheated on me like just a deeply unsympathetic character but i think also relatable in that a lot of the things that he struggles with like Am I ready to be in a committed relationship? How do I deal with my partner coming to me and saying, I'm, I'm pregnant, we're having a kid. Um, how do you figure out what you want in life in your late 20s, early 30s? Um, I think those are all relatable on some level, especially when posed with the... I think everyone's had that relationship dynamic of like, is this the one? Is this the time? Is this it? Uh, and not knowing whether you should be going back to the Amazon shelves and seeing if there's another product with more ratings and better reviews.
2: Interesting
1: analogy. An- analogy. <laughs> I Look, I really love Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance, and it's informed my philosophy on <laughs> dating in the modern age quite a bit. Um, but all of that said, Rocco, what, what were your takes on the characters? Uh, horrible. I hated them. <laughs>
3: uh, the- The only character that I liked turned out to be, like, the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like the only character where I was like, yeah. Oh, I did, like, I kind of liked the sheep with the pompadour, whose dad abused him, because I was like, oh, he's got a pompadour, that's kind of a fun design. Uh, So
1: just just for context, just so everyone's aware, um, all of the people that you see, or all of the sheep that you see In the in between stages in the night in between different puzzle levels um, are all people in sheep form and they're all people from the bar you're in. So during the daytime or during your evening, you have to go and talk to them all to make sure that their spirits are high and they feel like they can make it through this. They can break the curse. They can get to the end and you can see visual signifiers to determine which person aligns with which sheep and it 's often in the dreams at night that you find out real truths about uh, what the people in the bar are actually thinking and actually saying
0: and when you say "break the curse," what do you mean exactly
1: well it's there's a there 's a curse for old cheating men, or it sounds like all cheating men good that uh, when they if that they end up dying in their sleep and as you figure out as you progress through the game that the only way to survive and break the curse is to make it through to the end. And what the end is, you don't know until you find out Rocco's favorite character is actually a demon who is setting up a a trial for, for cheating men to help uh, redistribute the women towards faithful men. Because mm. women are chattel, apparently.
2: I didn't take it as that.
1: Well, that's what it was.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I thought that at first, but then at the end he explains that it's to take the men who won't commit to having a family. It's not necessarily the cheaters are just kind of right. stagnant in their relationship. You're right. Okay. Haha. <laughs> Which
1: makes no you are sense. You're correct. 100% Shay.
3: Why does it make no sense? Because like I mean, unless I, I I guess it could make sense if this game takes place in a world that isn't ours, but it's basically saying that it's weeding out all the people that are unfit to be parent to be fathers. I, and there's I mean, a character I, in Rocko, the game who's the, talking about how horrible their the father was. The Golden
1: Theater Icon in the top right hand corner or top left hand corner of every scene says that this is like a fictional world within a fictional world.
3: Sure. 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 But I'm saying like there's characters in the world who talk about how their dads suck. So it's kind of like, okay, well they passed the test and now they're still Jewish dads. I don't know. This whole game just was, it was like misogyny. the video game. (laughs) It was just like really, it was just like really like, and that's all it was to me was like the care, like you can, it's fine if, characters you know aren't perfect like obviously i've seen a lot of movies and i know that there's like you know it's not all black and white and there's f- such thing as a flawed protagonist like i'm totally fine with that but i i couldn't help but have this overwhelming sense throughout the game where like the- whoever wrote the story thought that this was like fine like the character like at the end that like a half-assed apology where he was just like no but you see i didn't actually cheat. I'm sorry. Uh, And then it's like it's and then they're just like together and then they get married and then (laughs) like the guy who's the devil is just like serving everybody champagne and then every or I mean there were alternate endings. So I guess we'll probably get into that later. Yeah. uh,
1: (laughs) So we should explain what happens in the story then. So rock walk us through walk us through the plot. Okay.
3: So essentially the first like 70% of the plot is just him you know, the very beginning is he's with his his girlfriend Catherine. And then he sort of gets drunk and accidentally, supposedly accidentally, sleeps with this other Catherine with a C, and then the rest of that whole first act, which is like the longest aspect of the game, is sort of just him uh, trying to hide them from each other. It's a very sitcommy, like comical thing where he's like, I have diarrhea and stuff like that. And <laughs> then uh, and then so then so then there's this this, this reveal of this guy steve um and I, I think that might in my head that's like the first moment when he realizes that these sheep are like real people like for real that are like part of his life as well like it's not just like this weird dream thing um because there's this guy steve the dentist who is supposedly also dating catherine and that kind of freaks him out and then but i mean by this point in the game we might have had different stories right doesn't it sort of di- diverge at, depending on the choices you make
1: well, that's one of the real problems. Do you want me to just game. keep going and then you go back or what? It, it, the, the problem in this game is that they give you all of these choices that ultimately boil down to a binary, you know, good or bad. Um, and the story is linear. Uh, the only thing that it changes is which endings you're getting. Um, so the, the plot all the way through until... Essentially, the end uh, determining whether Catherine stays with you or not, whether you go into the depths of hell with the succubus, or whether you choose the path that's called total freedom, where you you choose neither of them. That's the only area where your 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 decisions come into play.
3: Okay, so I thought that um, I I thought there was more to it than that because I assumed that that's why some of the cutscenes were in engine and some of them were like pre-rendered. Much like the other game that's on this level, Sonic 06. Some of the cutscenes are like look like Ish, and some of them look
1: like an actual film. So this is the very first game <laughs> that uh the Persona team developed in HD. Um and I don't think this game looks like Ish at all. I think the art style is actually fantastic. I mm-hmm. think it still looks I agree. really good. Um, I think it's also a testament to the fact that this game was just re-released. Oh, I meant comparatively. Um, in a version called Catherine Full Body, and it, I think the only thing they've done is up the the textures. But I think the art style is great, um, and I think it looks good. I, I especially love oh, no, the, the art. The art style is amazing. B- the but the pre-rendered cutscenes.
3: Do you know what I mean though, like some of them were like cinematics like that that you couldn't move the right stick and like look around like there's some that were in engine that just looked like the actual gameplay, and then there were some that looked like an anime like legit i don't know
0: yeah the the catherine full body is the is the version you're talking about it is out in Japan, uh but it's actually not out yet in North America and Europe. It comes out on September third of this year. So very soon you'll be able to get your hands on the full body.
2: Better pre-order.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's coming with a poster this time. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I appreciated the art style.
3: I don't want—I don't want to make it sound like I hated every aspect of this game because I—I liked two aspects.
1: Three, sorry. I—I I also love the music in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, that's another whatever one. the music is in the bar, that like sleepy coffee time jazz, um, I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was a perfect fit. Um, and it I could I feel like I could just listen to that music on loop for a long time, either like getting work done or studying or doing something. Um because it just put me in like a kind of like a productive I'm gonna solve some puzzles mood.
2: <laughs> yeah, even with the um getting into like the puzzle part when you're getting to the dream or the nightmare sequence, that gothic kind of music Mm-hmm. Again, I think I said it's the last time I was on this podcast, but it reminded me of Psychonauts. It really did. <laughs> it was just because it was that gothic-y vibe. So I really liked the music as well. It was one of the few things that I did like about the game.
0: Mm-hmm. What about the voice work? So I, I bring this up because like two of the most <laughs> prolific voice actors in English uh, video games, Troy Baker and Laura Bailey, were the voice of um, uh, Vincent and C. Catherine. Um, so I'm the curious... Succubus. The succubus. Um, so I'm curious what your thoughts were, because not only do they do a lot of video games, but both of them do a lot of anime as well. Mm-hmm.
2: I recognized, I think it was Erica in the bar. I'm pretty sure, I didn't look it up, but just by the tone, I'm pretty sure she plays Misa Amane from the English Death Note. Very, very sure about that, but I thought the voice acting was very well done. I was quite happy with it.
3: Yeah, we just hit all three aspects that I liked in a row, which is the <laughs> art style, the music, and the voice acting. I especially liked the, uh, the voice of that little... The little uh, demon guy who interviews you in the confessional booth during between levels, Mm -hmm. who laughs like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) did you? That was like my favorite part
3: of the game. That's like the only thing I didn't push
1: X during. (laughs) Did you go into the washroom at all? Yes. Because the voice comes to you in the washroom and kind of turns into a horror game Mm -hmm. where like the light flicks off. And when it comes back on, there's like blood on the mirror.
2: I got scared and I never went in again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I,
1: I think it is like Same. To, to punish you for being a perv. Because Catherine the Succubus will send you dirty pictures. And you can only open them if you go to Kate, somewhere private, sense. which is the bathroom.
2: Because I went to the bathroom because I'm like, hey, I must have to go to the bathroom to go look at this picture. And I went to the bathroom and I still couldn't look at it. But then the blood and all that happened. And I just never tried it again. Did
1: you go to the stall?
2: Yeah, nothing worked.
1: Oh.
2: I don't know if, I don't know what was wrong with my game, but I was like, <laughs> fine. I'm just never gonna look at these pictures.
1: She
0: sent you a dirty picture. What'd you do with the dirty picture? By the way,
3: uh just to y- all you listeners out there, um, don't don't do that in the bathroom at a bar. <laughs> it's really gross.
1: <laughs> only I, in fact, only do that at home. <laughs> don't do that at work either. <laughs> it's really, right. weird. <laughs> No, you you don't say. Um, I, I thought the voice acting was really good um, and Vincent as a character reminded me of like an inverted form of Spike Siegel from Cowboy Bebop of like physically very similar um, but just personality and, and backbone completely missing Um, but I, yeah I, I thought it was good voice acting all around I enjoyed the game. Because I think I approached it more as like a serialized TV show with some puzzles interspersed. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I loved about the puzzles in between is that there was no one way to solve them. Mm-hmm. There was often like multiple ways that you could tackle the problem. If they, if they had just taught you the technique, which, you know, I'm, I'm wondering now, Shay, Rocco, did you guys in between puzzle missions go and talk to the sheep and learn new techniques?
2: No. I did the first that's like thing when I like thought I had time to play the game. But then I'm just like, no, I can figure it out. Right. So I just gave up and I just continued playing.
1: <laughs> Rocco, what about you?
3: That's the so the the sheep with the glasses and the sheep with the pompadour, those are the only two sheep that I ever <laughs> talked to. Because they were the ones they were the technique ones and they looked the coolest. And uh, You're right, they did and look I, the coolest. And I would say seventy five percent of the techniques were things that like, yeah, of course you can do that. I'm this far, aren't I? Like, you know, because they don't just show you them all at the beginning. You, you earn the techniques as you go, even though they're, they're, they're possible the entire time, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, so once you get to a certain point, they're all kind of old news to you, but there are definitely, I mean, there definitely was one where probably like halfway through my playthrough where I was like, oh, this is going to make my life way easier. And then I like employed that a lot and it it really did. Like I stopped dying. Like I, I probably cut my dying in 75% after that moment.
1: Yeah. There are definitely some really uh, fruitful techniques that you can learn there. The other question I have for you is did either of you play the Rapunzel game in the bar?
2: Yes. I loved it. I did not. <laughs>
1: Shay just lit up like a Christmas tree.
2: I forgot about that because I only played it once because I just wanted to get the game over with, but I really did enjoy it. I thought it was so cute, and if that was like on my phone, I would play it. Like I thought it was really cute.
1: And it's the exact same puzzle mechanics as I know. the puzzle game.
2: <laughs> but it's just way cuter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rocco, did you play the Rapunzel game in the bar? Unfortunately,
3: no. And I love games within games. I'm a big fan of that, <laughs> so I'm kind of pissed that you're telling me about this right now. I, would, I'm, I'm, I actually... I do plan... I do plan to finish this game, even though now it's for nothing. And uh, I sort of have to. I feel like I have to, and I will probably be going back and playing the Rapunzel thing just because I feel like I
1: need to. This game is fantastic when you don't rush it and when you have a lot of time to just hop in and hop out. Because one of the things that I found uh, back when I played this almost a decade ago and now when I was replaying it was that... I would run into a part that I thought was just like impossible. I was not able to solve it and I'd sleep on it and I'd go back and I'd beat it in like the first or second attempt. And when Jacob and I were recently playing the witness, this was the exact same phenomenon that we had where you'd be looking at one puzzle for so long and thinking like, there's no way I can solve this. I'm missing something. There's a huge thing that I'm just like not seeing. And you come back and you can solve it almost immediately, and it's like your brain's just solving it in the background.
2: No, I know what you. I know what you mean because I felt that way too. I was, honestly, like if I'm being really real right now, I had to watch a walkthrough for one level because I really could not figure it out. I couldn't remember it was the baby boss. I think it might have been, and I was just. I actually had to mute the puzzles at some points because I could not stand the audio from the bosses because they edge. were just driving me nuts. Edge, the net. Oh edge. My edge. God. edge. Oh, not even edge. that. It was just like the <laughs> edge like the baby yelling daddy come back. Like oh, I was man. I was ready to just like punch my screen. I'm just like shut up. So I had to like put it on mute for some of the puzzles that I kept like failing at it because I could not stand listening to it anymore. And then sure enough, I beat it because I had no distractions and no annoyances.
0: No babies yelling after you to
2: come come daddy, daddy. Honestly, the artwork for those bosses, like they're all Terrifying. Like I, I was actually quite. They're super scared.
3: like effectively disturbing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like even with the f- what, the final one with uh, Catherine with a C. Like that was like anything that has like a jaw that's like opening way, way wider <laughs> than it should. It always freaks me out.
1: Um,
3: what About the booty monster. So you know, I
1: think we've I think we've talked a lot about the art, the music, the story, the actual puzzles of the game. But I think one of the the things that we haven't talked much about is. Catherine and its take on relationships Um, Rocco I know you are Married to the wonderful Jackie Is that is that right Yeah okay and Shay you've got your Danny boy
2: yes
1: (laughs) And you told me that you started Playing this with Danny boy
2: Yeah so we started playing it together Because I was he wanted To be on this episode um, so we thought We would try and both play it and so We played the first bit together and right when you start playing you have to do obviously like the texting with um, like the interactions between Vincent and his, and his girlfriend and his longtime girlfriend oh, no. and me and Dan have been dating for three and a half years now so it's kind of funny but um he enjoyed the puzzle, so we got to that point. So I initially started. <laughs> Wait,
1: I think you just skipped over one of the most interesting bits. You both trying to agree on what you were going to text your long term yeah. girlfriend back.
2: Yeah, I was just about to say that. Oh, so we okay. had. So I. So we played it as if like I would play like a level and do some interaction. I pass him the controller because you can't play co op until you beat the game, which I didn't realize. Um, so I did like the initial replying to the girlfriend, and it's funny because I'm replying the way. I would like to be replied to. (laughs) So Dan's like rolling his eyes. I'm like, okay. So then I gave him the controller after and he did it. So then he was replying to the text and I was (laughs) looking at what he was about to say. And I just like kind of look at him like, are you serious? And then I don't know if I influenced his answers because I think he went back and changed it just so I wouldn't judge him. And I'm just like, no, no, I wouldn't judge. But I think he did. Um, Not that there was like a stark difference, but it was just interesting to see the difference in male versus female thinking maybe or just maybe my thinking and his thinking that's different and i mean mind you we've grown to the point where we like kind of just talk everything through very like objectively kind of thing so it was adults like adults yeah instead of
1: pretending that the girl you're cheating with doesn't exist
2: yeah so um it Uh, was uh, it was uh. funny (laughs) diarrhea (laughs) that's it (laughs)
1: um so what was Dan's uh, reaction to to a lot of this?
2: I mean, most of the time, it's just very... Like, the game itself?
1: Well, I mean, your experience playing it together.
2: I mean, it was very, very short-lived. It was just right at the beginning, but... Um,
1: For both of your sanity, you started playing it solo.
2: Yeah, well, he's just stopped playing it in general because okay. he just did not like it at all. <laughs> he's like, it's getting weird, and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's
1: getting weird.
2: So he didn't like the concept at all, but I thought the dynamic of us playing it together was kind of it was pretty interesting mm-hmm. it was kind of funny actually
1: <laughs> and Rocco did Jackie uh play along with you at all um
3: so it, like I said it 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 the package arrived like right before I left for work and I was like oh hey you like puzzle games we both like puzzle games so maybe you'd want to play this because it looks kind of cool she's like all right and then she called me like an hour later she's like yeah go for that game. <laughs> <laughs> she uh <laughs> she she hate it way more than I did really oh yeah I think she beat two puzzles. Okay. She just didn't she just didn't like the uh she didn't like the style of it, I guess. Like the of the actual puzzles. Like she didn't even get far enough into the story to have a take on the story, but she saw that booty monster when I was trying to beat that puzzle and she didn't, <laughs> she was like this is so gross.
1: <laughs> I guess my question for both of you then is did this did this game make you look at your relationships any differently? Absolutely not.
2: Um for me, not really because we We pretty much just talk about everything very objectively. Like, a lot of times that we get into, like, any arguments, it's mostly because it's a miscommunication on, like, I guess, how we actually express ourselves. Like, there might be a hint of aggression or something, and that kind of turns into something bigger. But for the most part, we're on the same page all the time. So it's just a matter of, like, communicating that. and. This Vincent guy just doesn't know how to talk. Like he's just mumbling all the time. I mean, Isn't I think. Isn't it frustrating? Oh my god! I slap him, and he's just I.
1: She's an abuser. Let's protect Dan.
2: Oh, <laughs> he's fine. Vincent, um, but, Vincent
1: slaps his pregnant girlfriend. <laughs> he <thinks laughs> oh, he you're you're does slap but, her. Yes, and I don't mean to justify, it, but she yeah. was legitimately hysterical.
0: Stop! Did you just justify that no, for I didn't. real?
2: No.
1: That was not justifying it. Mm. But she was also one of the most So slap her it's fun. No, but she was one of the most frustrating characters I've ever I've ever stumbled across.
2: Why was she frustrating?
1: Like the most annoying uh, text oh all the time. <laughs> like the moment the moment you start the game, she is like just berating you for not having married her yet, for not having committed for not, like, for not being ready to be a dad, even though she just told you the day before. She's such a shrew to your
3: beloved, perfect Vincent. Right. He He's way worse than her. Bumbly boy. <laughs> he's
1: way worse. He is, He's horrible. I, like, 100% <laughs> give, give you that he is horrible.
2: But you're judging her based on this, on eight days.
1: She, absolutely, but I'm judging him on eight days, too. <laughs> yeah, but you're giving
0: him a, a real pass here, I think. Yeah on what on on like how much of a buffoon he is he he does not deserve to be in a relationship if that's the way he treats women in a relationship I how,
1: how hot is your agree. seat right
0: now is it real hot
1: no I sh- <laughs> look i started this by saying this guy is the absolute worst and could have solved all of his problems by telling the girl that he wakes up in bed with that this was a horrible mistake and i have a girlfriend like to have any backbone and to just communicate at a baseline human level he would have been. Maybe not okay, but a lot better than where ends up. Can I
0: ask? Can I put you in the hot seat for a yeah. second? Has this changed the way you look at relationships,
1: Michael? It has. Yeah, because when when I first played this game, like almost a decade ago, I thought like, well, there's no real reason to get married. I was like, there's no real reason that you can't just be in like a long standing committed relationship. Like, like what is the actual need to? Um, make sure that you're tied together by a legal process or by uh, anything more than two people deciding that they wanted to be together long-term.
0: And in all fairness, you were like 17 when this like came eight,
1: out. I think it was 19 or 20. Okay. Yeah. And in even more fairness,
3: you're living in Canada where you don't have to worry about health
1: insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Rocco. We We don't have to worry about that as much over here. Although people still do get married for those benefits. So um, what about now? Well... I think this game helped change my perspective on it in that um, it helped me come to the realization that, you know, marriage isn't always... Um, mar- marriage is something that is, you know, the you, you negotiate into, and it's, it's not so much a, well, if we want it to always be together, we could just say that. Like, sometimes the ties that bind whether it's legal or otherwise help put you in a position that you're forced to work through difficult times, even if they aren't great where you might otherwise decide to walk away. Some binds actually make it uh, important to stick together. Um, and, and it also made me realize that like in a lot of these situations, marriage is more of a commitment on the guy's end than it is the women's end um because men are often trading off some amount of freedom for stability and women are offering stability in exchange for freedom.
0: Wow, that was a statement, Shay. Yeah. You, do you want to do you want to take a crack at that?
2: I mean, it's interesting to hear like this kind of side of it just because like as a female, like getting married for me at least is like something that like I like, just want, like, eventually. Daniel, hope you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, seriously, it's... I think you hit it on the head. Like, I think for guys a lot of times, and it depends on the guy, of course, that it's, you know, it's not something that they think about, where I think women just think about it more so, like, earlier on, even though, like, times are changing and there, you see a lot more, like, females kind of, like, doing their own thing and, like, mm-hmm. not wanting to commit so soon. Plus, I think because, like, people are living longer now that there's just like more time per se to kind of wait. But at the same time, you have all those biological clocks that are click are ticking. So I think there's a lot of different factors that men consider that women consider. And then just hoping that they overlap at the right time and then things would kind of come together.
1: Yeah. I, I think a lot of it has to do with like the cultural context. Like we have gone from uh, an era of very defined gender roles to Women being way more economically empowered and those roles shifting and having way more parity. Um, so, what marriage meant, you know, 80 years ago or 50 years ago or 20 years ago is different than what it means today. Um, but I, I want to get the thoughts of the actual married person. Rocco, what's your take on that?
3: Uh, so, basically, when I'm watching movies or playing games or anything, if there's characters that are in a relationship, Uh, it's hard for me to relate to because those characters aren't in the same type of relationship as me, you know? So there's, like, a lot of uh, toxic relationships uh, like this one uh, where I sort of am completely disconnected from it and I sort of just look at it like, okay, this is absolutely nothing like, you know, my life. (laughs) So this is sort of just, like, a thing that I don't really relate to, but I can still appreciate it as a story. But this, I mean, this was so far from my actual relationship that it was sort of completely,
1: I was completely disconnected from it in every single way. Yeah, it just didn't feel like a relationship to you that like was real. It's yeah. So completely alien and foreign. Um, well, you know, I think we should probably leave our thoughts on that. But before we go, before we wrap up the show, I want to ask a few of the, different uh confessional questions and see what your answers were and see how you guys would have come out in this binary morality system whether you would have been order or chaos so are you guys ready
0: yes hell yeah Uh,
1: of course okay so first question are all men stupid yes sorry was i supposed to wait (laughs) the answers are that's right or not all men
2: I honestly don't remember what I put for this. All men well,
1: are stupid. What do you stupid? believe, Shay? All men. <laughs> all, men wow. are all men are stupid. <laughs> Jacob thinks all men are stupid. Wow. Rocco.
3: Yeah, I put, I put not all men, okay. obviously. Right,
1: because you're hashtag not all men. Oh, yeah, blue lives matter. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. So uh, what is more like paradise? A, a beautiful countryside, or B, somewhere I can get a drink?
2: countryside
3: countryside countryside that one was kind of comical to Mm -hmm. me
1: (laughs) okay i think i would also go countryside for that one
0: that's like a 17 year olds version of like i've not been to a bar yet i bet a bar's real fun absolutely but also
1: (laughs) i'm I'm just gonna be honest countryside does not seem like paradise for me but i don't love bars so (laughs) when you give me the option of two choices that don't sound great i'm just gonna pick the lesser of the evils okay third question could you ever be paid enough to go nude in public? Answer A is never. And answer B is how much are we talking about? Okay. Shay, what's your price?
2: Okay. Like.
1: I know the moment Shay started with, okay, there's a price. So what is the price? Shay? No,
2: but like, okay, like if you're in Europe <laughs> and you're on a beach and it people are topless, like, come on.
1: No, no, This is just like in public.
2: Okay, no. Like, there's no price? No, no, no. What's the other answer? <laughs>
1: It's never or how much are we talking about? Never. Wow. Okay. I'm a conservative person. How much, how much are we talking? Jacob's got a price. Jacob, what's your price?
0: Uh ten thousand dollars.
1: Okay. Wait, in Canada or Europe? Because in Europe it's significantly less. Uh let's say at uh at, at, at a Tigers game. Am I gonna be arrested? You will not be arrested. Ten thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, Mr. Teneglia the third. Oh, man, if you're not going to be arrested, you just have to deal with whatever body shame you have. Oh, dude, like 200 bucks <laughs> <laughs> totally in the same camp. I, all I want is <laughs> I'm not getting be arrested. Like, normalized that I could go around naked. You don't you don't even have to pay me. Uh, I don't want to do it. But I mean,
3: I'll if you are giving me 200 bucks and there's no legal action being taken, I think
1: it's like, <laughs> sounds uh, pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, well, OK, anything for 200 bucks. So, is it okay to lie if you've never been caught? Answer A is no problem there. Answer B is I still can't lie. I don't remember uh, this easily. question. Uh, you might not have gotten this question. I didn't get the nude question for sure. Yeah, that I didn't was get kind the nude funny question
2: either.
1: So, what are, the, what are the answers again? So, is it okay to lie if you've never been caught? Either it's no problem or I still can't lie.
0: See... This is not the question I want, right? Oh, the question I want, it. the question I want, is around white lies. Is it okay to lie if there's no like if you're yeah. not hurting someone? Yeah, because white lies happen. Like I, I won't lie. Yeah, white lies happen with me, but like I think the answer would be B for me.
1: Okay, that you should, you should right, be but
0: lying. The, never been caught. Like. Who
3: hasn't been caught, like sociopaths exclusively, <laughs> Rocco? I've never been caught in a lie. I'm just going to sociopath. You right now. <laughs> You're I, I. Oh, guess what, Mike? I'm catching you right now.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay.
2: <laughs> Probably still can't lie.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think we're going to start getting into the relationship questions. I only have a couple left. Your lover is cheating on you. Do you a break up with them or b make them and it
2: break up with your girlfriend. There, Shay's <laughs> are breaking
1: there, up are with there Danny clap. if you cheat. Are there clap emojis?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jacob, what are you doing?
0: Can, can I clap back and say, "I'll break up with you"? <laughs> you
1: just did. You just did. Yeah. That was the clap back of the century, <laughs> Mister Rocco Tenaglia the Third. What are you doing? Yeah, same. I mean, same
3: probably. I mean, obviously, there's you know. There's nuance to that in real life, but it, it's 99% of the time probably going to be that. I, I, I really can't comprehend that happening to me, so if it happened, I'm sure there would be a third option of like me like exploding myself <laughs> with, <laughs> with a grenade or something. Wow, you'd self-immolate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, second last question. Is it easier to love or be loved?
2: I mean, I'm a lover, so
1: so it's easier for Shay to love. Yeah. Okay. It's easier to love I'm
0: with Shay. Okay.
1: Rocco?
3: Uh yeah, I mean both are purely involuntary but <laughs> feels like loving is easier, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean there's difficulty in both. I mean, I really love the movie Lion King. It doesn't love me, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which version, the original version or I, the remake? Or the
3: <laughs> I think
2: it's easier we'll to find love. Out, be- we'll
0: find out soon enough.
2: I think it's easier to love because you're like you're in control of that. You can't like control someone to to love you, right?
3: Are you in control of it though? I like would... can you choose not to love something that you love? I don't know. I,
2: fe- I feel like
3: it, it feels it feels involuntary to me.
2: I don't know. A mix between the two. I feel like there's a there's heavy decision involved with it though. Okay.
3: Yeah, like I guess you can go out of your, I I guess you're right. I guess you can kind of like you can like think about things and nitpick things enough to change your mind, whereas being loved, like, you can't really control it. Yeah. So you're, you're definitely yeah, right. It's
2: like, stop loving me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Last question before we wrap up. Have you ever changed your pers- personal style for someone else? Yeah. That was a quick answer.
2: <laughs> I have accepted messiness a bit more.
0: <laughs> oh, and I took that as, like, my literal, like, like fashion Clothing. yes i think it means that's my interpretation that. because yes i think it means all of that okay everything because i think in, in almost all respects except my fashion i like take a firm like you will not change me
1: yeah you'll be wearing wrestling tees until the day you die my <laughs> girlfriend
0: helps me buy pants and i'm not ashamed about that because i buy <laughs> pants that are too baggy i have no butt so i'm like help me i have no butt please buy my I can pants help you with that? We'll can you go, go to the gym do some uh, deep squats. No, I don't want to go Do to the gym. I just, just want to buy tighter pants. Some glute
2: bridges. <laughs> exactly.
3: Uh,
1: Rocco, uh, yeah,
3: I I said no, um, but I mean I've I haven't really
1: had to. Okay, you've <laughs> been with Jackie since the moment you found yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16, so it's kind of since before you found. I cheated. Yourself. I had the cheat
3: code for this
0: particular game. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Reveal you forgot to us the you baby thing you question.
3: No, no, no. Sorry, the you, what? You question? forgot. There, you didn't get that question
1: of the uh, baby play question. I, guess. Uh, well, that I the got actual that. Fetish. If your partner was into baby play, what would you do?
0: Uh, m- excuse me. Yeah, it
2: was a weird question. What is? M-
1: yeah. M- excuse me. What's a baby play? Jacob, there are some dark corners play. of the internet we need to uh, show you.
3: Yeah. So it's well, it's kind of funny. <laughs> There's an episode of CSI about it there is there's there's an episode of another show about it too you still haven't like answered like a, me the question okay
1: let me explain okay usually people and i'm just in wide wide sweeping statements here uh-huh. so there's going to be some room for things to be wrong and yeah usually people <laughs> who in their day-to-day lives have a lot of power uh, in their private lives want to you know experiment with not having that power right and so some people want to have someone nurse them as if they are a baby. Oh and no. What is meant by that is like diapers. And I mean, ev- everyone has their own like scale, I guess of how far they want to go down that rabbit hole. But uh, that's, that's what baby play is. And if the uh, polls in the
3: game or if the results, cause I didn't connect to the internet, so I didn't get the actual results. I got like the, the stat, like the, the default ones. Uh, that was the only one where I was not part of the norm. And apparently part of the norm so edgy, is Bronco. being okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said absolutely not or whatever the answer was. You'd be was. upset with
1: Jackie is what you're saying if she came and said, put a diaper on me, honey.
3: Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, that 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 particular fetish. I'll, I'll kink shame
1: the shit out of <laughs> <now.
0: laughs> Look, That's I like you can
1: do some things for the one you love even if it's not your thing. Even if it's, like, pedophilia adjacent. Oh,
0: God. I mean, and we th- and that was Catherine, a video game about anime.
1: <laughs> Jacob, where can the people find oh, you if they want to hear your thoughts on all things mm, and teach you more about baby play? In, Internets. They can find me. <laughs> where on the
0: internet? Uh, JacobMcCourt.com and at JacobMcCourt. So
1: you're saying people should go and comment on all of your things explaining baby? No, uh, I don't want to hear any someone, more about this ever again. <laughs> go to Shay now. Someone
3: please... Someone DM uh, Jacob about what, what fin doms
1: are. <laughs> St- I I feel like Jacob's been a fin dom at some point.
0: I Stop it! I don't <laughs> like
2: how, this how much anymore. Do you want. I'm done. Just do the
1: finish. Jacob Jacob's just walked away from the mic. Do the Just put it down. Okay. Shay, where can the people find you at?
2: You can find me on Instagram and Snapchat at Shaylentai.
1: How's that spelled?
2: S-H-A-E-L-Y-N-T-A-I.
1: Fantastic. And Mr. Rocco Tenegula the third. Where can people find you, and what do you want them to know?
3: Uh, so you can find me on, on Twitter, I guess. I don't know. I haven't plugged my Twitter in like 10 years, but it's at 600 bucks. And why is it and, at uh, 600 bucks, Rocco? Because I, I recently I recently got a book published, uh, How to Write a Book and Make at Least $600. I'm sure it was Thank really you. tough to write a book and get it published. Uh, it was not tough to get published. That was part of the uh, convention that I was at. <laughs> but uh, writing it was, yeah, it took a while. So so uh, what I, is this I, book
1: about? I know this is the reason you came on the podcast, to help find more places I was, to plug your book, like every presidential listen. candidate.
3: Hey, I didn't have a book last time I came on the podcast. I just like you guys. Oh, okay. uh, I, the book is about, so so. I actually started because uh, Jackie was in the hospital, and I was actually like, okay, I'm going to write a book and make some money. And then she was fine, so I didn't really need to worry about that anymore. So then I kind of turned the book into a joke, um, which is how to write a book and make at least $600, which I basically just made a bunch of you know silly – it's it's definitely a comedy type of book. It's not uh, – I, I would be shocked if anybody actually learned anything about Wait, writing. it's but not there's definitely literature? <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> okay. But uh, it is dedicated to Jackie, my sick wife. That is what the dedication page says. And, Spoilers, um, Rocco. It, Spoilers. That's the only thing I'm giving them.
1: People, the people get one taste. Okay, and where can they find the book?
3: Amazon. And actually, for a while, you had to type it in like case-sensitive exactly correctly to find it. But now, <laughs> this is actually really funny. You could just type, uh, how to write a
1: book, and it's like the 10th one down. Fantastic. So, wow. what, what you want is all of our listeners to go and search on Amazon, how to write a book, and click on your book, published by Rocco yeah, Tenaglia the is- third and get that yeah. bumped up get that bumped up Leave oh, some yeah. five star reviews you know where else you can leave some five star reviews you can go to our discord server you can uh, go to iTunes and you can leave a five star review for the podcast if it's anything less I mean hey uh, I'm happy to hear your feedback and criticism in channels that are not our iTunes ratings um, and you can find me on all social places online at RufaloM that my friends is one less game left behind